How you doing guys? I am back this time again. See, look, twice a week. Even though I said Thursday night I was going to do another one. Technically it's Friday morning. Still, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I'm like, still nothing. You didn't keep your word, Juan. Um, I'm trying out a new thing with some earbuds to see if it kind of cancels out the car noise in the background. Was that a factor on the last podcast? Was that something that bothered you guys? Uh, let me know. Uh, other than that, yeah, so what are we doing this time? Well, I wanted to do some comic book reviews. I think sometimes part of the comic book thing sometimes they have to do. Besides me being all out and having a comic book shop and everything else and being a comic book artist and being a comic book creator and being a comic book writer and la 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 la. I think the other thing is you gotta evangelize it a bit. I mean, this is kind of like religion, you know? Like, I don't want to be a Bible beater, but I might be a comic book beater. But uh, evangelize it a bit. I gotta tell you about these books and get you to read them. And I think it's my job to get involved and get in and 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 show you the show you stuff too you know what's inspiring me what am i reading that i dig and most importantly what i don't like and i think that's where i would be different from a reviewer and i think it might shoot me in the fucking leg but i think it's necessary i think people need to do that you need to sometimes say hey this doesn't work because of this and hence why i'm reviewing this and hence why i'm doing this so I want to do that from now on and, and, and say it. And now, so I think what it is is that this is going to be more about comic book criticism than shitting on plainly. Um, that could go both ways because, quite frankly, you know, some of you might say, hey, that's a little harsh one or you're being over the top on that or that's not that big of a deal. And then other times I could be, you know, right on it and you could be like, hey, dude, you're hitting it on the head. I don't know. But I'm going to come from a place of a critique. Because sometimes that's, I think, where I get more annoyed. If a comic doesn't work for me, it might be because I'm not into the story, I'm not into the type. I'll tell you the truth, that's like how it is with me for a lot of manga. Because some manga just is that repetitive style, and sometimes I see that they're doing the same thing again and again. There's different, obviously there's exceptions to this. I mean, everything from like, you know, a Tomikato hero to like you know, Junji Ito and, and all these other, you know, there's some amazing stuff out there, obviously, that goes beyond it, and stuff that's been been copied, like, you know, what was this guy, Akira Toya Sarayama, the guy that did uh, Dragon Ball, I mean, that guy, they bit off him like crazy, and there's stuff that's just funky, that's cool, like uh, Bleach, but there's stuff like Tenkon Concrete that I like from, like, and I think it's South Korean, you know, there's stuff like that, you know, so, so there's, you know, like everything, there's, there's good and bad, I mean... So, but sometimes I can't get past an art style. Sometimes if it's the same thing. There's a thing with the American manga style too that I can't get past. That sometimes too that I'm not into. So, oh man, gato. Uh, so that's another thing also that I can't. I can't. So that 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 might be a factor. In other words, sometimes the art or the delivery or what it is, I can't get past it. And I can't get into it. And you know that's just me. And sometimes when something's really popular, I have to admit I'm, I'm kind of a bougie fucking comic book reader if something's really popular I don't really fucking want it and if people hate on something I'll try my the extra step to like it I'm just like that I want to go against the grain um, but I think the thing that gets me the most is when a comic misses a chance to be awesome 
And sometimes I see it like either they veered away from something. Classic thing is just laziness and not taking a chance and being scared of taking a chance on a storyline. Or they zagged when they should have zigged. I mean, sometimes it's just minute little things. It's not everything. But And I just get to be so mad. I'm like, bro, there was a potential to be, do something awesome here. And you didn't. And you blinked. You know? So sometimes that might lead to me giving a type of bad review. Um, I, I mean, I'm, I'm hugely biased. There's times I'm going to give extra chances and extra things to, like, certain books because I'm a fan of the books. I'm a fan of the thing. But other times, and I, other times I might be extra harsh because I'm not a fan. But that's any reviewer. At least I'm being honest about it. In other words, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I'm, you know, uh, unpartial and I'm so even Steven and I give everything a fair chance. No, I definitely have a sway. And you're definitely going to see at times me not reflect an even keel with what you see. So that's the only thing I want to tell you. Um, so overall, that's where I'm coming from with this, and that's what I want to do with it. And hopefully, you know, uh, you guys get something out of it. And best of all, you go out and you read a comic. I think that's the best part of this whole situation, really, that you end up reading a comic. And, um, and uh, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I have pop-ups coming up on my, my screen while I'm doing this. And hopefully this is a new way to deliver things. I don't know why, but with the headphones and everything, I feel better and easier to talk. So, you know, again, this might be badass for you guys uh, or not. But let me know, as always, if you're listening to this on Anchor, you can always chime in. You can send a voicemail or send me a a message through there. You can always hit me up online, Fuacata, F-W-A-C-A-T-A. And uh, if not, uh, you know, just uh, if you're reading this on... uh, iTunes, listening to this on iTunes or anything else, that's another way you can get in touch with me. Again, and you can always hit me up on my email, secretmediagroup at gmail.com. All one word, at gmail.com. So let me know what's up. And on to the reviews. Okay, so the first thing I wanted to look at it's funny because I already posted it on Instagram, so it's kind of like I did keep my word. See, I, I kind of did. But uh, the new Domino series, actually, by from Marvel Comics, uh, based on the character that we know and love from uh, Deadpool. Uh, that's one of the things that I actually was reading, and I've gotten really into. I actually have to admit, I've gotten into the the book pretty good. Uh, written by Gail Simone and uh, art by David Badion. Baldion. Baldion. Um, it's really good. I actually really dig it. And one of the reasons why is I thought at first, well, I thought, okay, obviously they're going to do a domino book. They have to do a domino book because, you know, there's money to be made because the movie's coming out and da 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 da. And I know when they do that, they sometimes do these throwaway stories. They've done it with other characters too. And it's like they'll exploit the shit out of something. It kind of happened with the cable series that I think is already canceled. There's already been a couple of other ones that were like, they came out just as this was coming out and this was happening, but they put no thought into it. They were just like, all right, cash grab, let's go and grab some money and everybody will be excited. You know, like how many Venom series can we get? They always do this, you know. And so if if not Wolverine, it's X-Men. One time there was like 17 X-Men books at the same time. You know, Wolverine will be in eight different places at the same time. It's just ridiculous, you know. 
I understand it's a cash grab, but it's like, man, at least... The, now, this is the thing. If they were all good stories, we'd be fine with it. But sometimes you could tell that some stuff is fucking throwaways. So one of the ones that when I saw that, I was like, eh, but the art looked good so far. And I was like, all right, was Domino. And once I read the intro and the thing that they promoted for it, I was like, all right, cool. When I actually read the series, I thought it was really cool. I was like, oh, shit, this is... She's always been a B-list at best character, you know, uh, a background kind of fodder character in X-Force and everything else. Kind of comes and goes, was part of like that mercenary universe, which is kind of forming now, thanks to Deadpool. So it was never like a real character that I could really get behind and everything else. Now all of a sudden there's like, oh wow, there's something really cool about this. This is a person with feelings and emotions and ifs and abs and butts I mean they started the first issue with a little dog a beautiful little dog with the same kind of black spot over its eye his name is Pip and uh, Pip is the little dot inside of Domino so I was just like ah oh, okay that's really cute that's a really cute thing I thought okay this is going to be going for cuteness great this is not going to go far but once it got into how she was like you know how her powers always kind of worked out but there was always a price to them because you you know you find out you know you see okay she has luck powers and things always work out for her you know like it almost seems like um like a writer's way out like somebody's like well she has luck and she just always everything works out when she does it and that's it and that's kind of like oh, okay this is way out and a half and now with this story that as it's going out she's wondering she's explaining her end of the powers and how it's like oh it always takes its toll it's always takes its thing and I was like, oh, shit, that's a cool thing. Like, okay, hey, there's a downside to this power. And uh, I always like that idea with powers. I, I, I did that a little bit with Vigil and everything else. So it's like, yeah, you know, you think this is cool, but hey, look, here's the bad side. Um, the other thing that I dug was the actual background characters, like the, the supporting cast that it had. Like the supporting cast that it had that was consisting of, uh, what was it? Uh, I, I forgot the name of the characters real quick. Oh. Ainee's Temple, I think her name was Outlaw. Uh, I don't, I'm not familiar with that character. It seems familiar. I don't know it, but it was like, oh, shit, this is pretty cool. And then the next thing I really dug was uh, Diamondback of all characters. I'm like, Diamondback? Like, not for nothing. If you guys know Diamondback, she's been around forever. She was originally, I think, a Captain America villain or something like that. And not a good one either. Like, it was, I remember... There were a couple when I think Captain America had to get some kind of stone, the blood relic or the bloodstone or something or other. She, he was doing it then. Um, that storyline, I remember she was involved in it and she was like this chick and she was always like, oh, sexy, sexy, you know, um, girl in trouble kind of thing, damsel in distress uh, kind of thing with Cap and then the Cap would come and then he's like, aha, I betray you but I didn't really mean to betray you Cap you don't understand and you know Cap would always be like there's some good in you and blah 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 and so she was kind of like a two-dimensional character she threw like these diamonds I guess you could say diamond blades or diamond looking things at people and that like killed them or something so I was like you know she was just a, like I, I, I felt like a, a, a real refugee from the 80s and 90s and to see her now in the book and she was kind of fucking cool and she was like this kind of, she was be, uh, Veronica and Allah was kind of like Betty, you know, but they were both awesome and Domino gets to play Archie, you know, so, the, you know what I'm saying? So that was kind of kind of really cool. 
And so the storyline goes forward, and there's this whole thing with her and her birthday, and all these people in the Marvel Universe show up, even Colossus. There's even a little thing there about, like, oh, I heard you're marrying Kitty finally. And Colossus and Domino had a thing back when they were in X-Force. It was kind of cool to see that. that those are the like personal relationships. Like, those are that, that's the kind of soap opera bullshit that I like in comics. Like, when people do that, I'm like, oh, that's cool. I like that. Yeah, do more. Do another one. Do another one. Yay. You know? A lot of times they, there's people that don't want to do that. I, I think that's great. I think that's something that it shows personality. It shows that something is going on in the universe, that people are involved. It, it has a humanity. It gives some depth to it. And in a cheap, shitty way, bro, just do it that way. So I, I always dug that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, overall, I'm re- I was waiting for the second issue to really, like, get into and talk about it. Because I thought the second issue was going to set off the tone. There are some parts there that I'm kind of like, you know, the villain pops up. You don't really know what's up, what's going on kind of thing. And the whole idea is going to be like, what's that? what a twist. And that idea with a character named Topaz that keeps coming out. But overall, I thought it was really interesting. So now I just want to see where it goes. So hats off to it. I would say definitely pick it up. Definitely get it. I think it's a good series. I forget if it's a limited series or it's a... Uh, what's it called? Or, or if it's unlimited. I think it's a limited series, which is fine. They should do that. Just do limited series, then do the next one, and do the next one, and people pick it up, all right? Or do the saga thing. Do issues one through five, take a break, come back, do six through ten. You know what I'm saying? Like, It's when they do these ongoing series that they don't understand. You're really you know, breaking people's wallets. And uh, I see it with uh, with a lot of people because I, I was trying to get this book in people's hands in the shop, and you could tell some of them really wanted to, but then their whole life, you could tell it's like, dude, do I want to get another book? You know, and they gotta understand when you do a shit book like Cable, and it fizzles out and it burns people, man, it fucks shit up for the comic shop. Get in your heads, man. You guys need to chill out with that crap, and stick to things. I mean, these guys keep coming out with new events and new things. I, I get it. Those are the money makers. But in the long run, you're killing your fans. You're killing them. So it's nice that one book came out that's actually really good and it's new and everything else. Hell, the second issue had Amadeus Cho in it. Everybody hails, hates Amadeus Cho that I know. And it was actually, he was pretty good at it. You know, hopefully it'll stick around and they can keep going forward. And I want to see more. Uh, let me know what you guys think. Pick up Domino. Uh, Gail Simone, great work as always. Um, and uh, Benderon, Bender, I'm gonna fuck up that name. Benderon, ben, ben, whatever. Great artwork, by the way. He has amazing, really good lines, really good storytelling. Uh, I like the expressions on the face. Can do a sexy woman without being over the top ridiculous. I really like that. Like, you can be sexy, but she's not stupid. Like, you know, I really dug that. So, pick it up and uh, come by the shop and pick it up. We got it, we got issue one and two. And get a subscription. Waka waka.